I think it's more about just knowing that when you are in the spaces and you are trying to build a connection is what's your intent? What's the intention of you being here? At the end of the day, we all as businesses use social media for a business purpose. It's mm. a marketing tool in the back of our mind, which is why we focus more on the word media as opposed to the word social. So when you're being social, when you're trying to build a conversation or a connection, just make sure you've got your intention there. Hi, this is Julie Hyde. Thanks for joining me on Making Account, a podcast dedicated to inspiring leaders and business owners to be even better leaders, to create a great culture, empower their people and be more productive. So let's get into it. Lee Usher is my guest today. Lee is head of digital and social media management at BuzzWeb Media, a nationally recognized digital marketing agency Lee co-founded that specializes in servicing companies and leaders to establish their brands and expand customer reach online. Lee's passion for helping others rise and curiosity for digital marketing means she still loves getting her hands dirty, developing two personal media projects, Women with Wit and Surf for Kids, whilst acting as a board advisor and director for two organisations. She's a self-confessed geek girl and I couldn't think of anyone else I'd rather talk to about the shifts that we are experiencing in the social media space post-COVID-19. I spoke to Lee about what we need to be considering for our positioning as we move forward into a very different world and what will resonate with an audience that has very changed priorities in a forum that is really flooded right now. This is a great chat with Lee and as always, she's incredibly generous with her insights and I know you'll get a lot of value from hearing my chat with Lee. Thanks for joining me, Lee. Not a problem, Julie. So I was really keen to chat with you again since our world has been turned upside down and everything we knew has pretty much changed. So everything we spoke about last year in our podcast um, may not be relevant anymore, but things that have changed includes our positioning and how we use social media for our messaging and influence. So I know there are so many mixed messages out there about what we should be doing and how we should be showing up, be vulnerable, be specific, sell your wares, the list could go on. So I thought, why not ask the expert? Yeah, well, (laughs) go away, (laughs) ask away. All right, perfect. All right, so firstly, how are you and your business going? Like, How have you adapted to our changed business conditions? Oh, well, I mean, first of all, I guess from our own personal running a business, um, you know, like everyone else, we had to work from home rather than in the office. Um, Some of our staff were already remote, as you know, um, but the key project managers and the consultants, they've all been working from home for, I don't know now, I've lost track of the time now, I've been doing this, but... But um, they've started to phase back now into the office. You know, if they're more comfortable, obviously from a mental or an anxious kind of space, if they're having to use public transport, things like that, we're not in, we're not forcing them to come back to the office mm. um, at this point. But yeah, they some of them prefer because they work. They're still young. They live at home with mum and dad. They prefer to come to the office. 
yeah. part of their social space. Um, so, yeah, so we're not, it's, it's, it's still flexible for us. So that's probably one of been the key things that changed our situation very quickly. And what did that entail, like a lot of other businesses, in terms of, you know, um, because we had some staff remote, we already had systems in place where we were communicating, running and managing projects remotely. So that did not necessarily have an impact on us like it did on many other businesses. Um, for me, as a trainer and a consultant, obviously that needed to shift, particularly workshops that you're running for organisations and councils and things like that. So all of that went online. Um and you know it it and I, and it was a fairly smooth transition um yeah consulting training i mean i always find having a teaching background it's so much easier to teach face to face you know uh but video calls have not been too bad people are learning new skill sets technically as well in doing this journey um so you know even i myself have learnt how to use Zoom because Zoom was not my favourite tool. I have preferred the Google Apps, as you know. So yeah. Um, yeah, so so yeah, so there's there's been some some interesting journey part of that way. I guess on the flip side, because we are a digital marketing agency, we didn't necessarily need to pivot, but we had to uh, change the pace for our clients. And as you know, every day changed. Everything changed. Mm. Where we would normally prepare content, particularly the management content of social media, blogs, emails, things like that were always put into the pipeline and processed for a week. Now it was 24-hour turnaround. So, you know, we know that's not sustainable within our clientele. It had exhausted everybody, them and us, um, long-term. But we did it because we had to. It, it was mm. It was necessary to ensure that our clients who had an urgent need to pivot and become more digital delivery within their own business, we were there to help them. Mm. So, yeah, that was a big, big, the first two weeks was huge and exhausting for all of us, I think. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone was reacting to what was happening yeah. for a while because there was certainly nothing that we could prepare for. So I can imagine it would have been exhausting. So what are you seeing to be the biggest shifts with social media in particular post the pandemic? So, you know, we're only looking at three months, which feels like three years, but um, what are the biggest shifts that you're seeing at the moment? Uh, well, I think most, it, it, look, there's been a huge influx of social media posts everywhere, mm. anywhere, particularly LinkedIn if you're within that professional services space. So, you know, we've seen a lot of the good, the bad and the ugly. Like really, it's just some who who are very savvy have stepped up. Others who haven't had a clue are unknowingly damaging their reputation and their business brand um, through really poor social etiquette <laughs> that they wouldn't do face-to-face -face but think it's okay um, online. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I don't know about you but, LinkedIn became everybody's favourite blue candy. It was just, I'm getting messy. I was getting messages from people who wanted to help me under these stressful times 
um, being a small business. And then other things, you know, like and, and not even looking at what I do uh, or, you know, the, the, it was just such a disconnect. And I thought, who are you? Um, I also noticed that I was being, my email was being put on an influx of new newsletters and emotions. Yeah. Like I'm just, that's actually illegal. I don't know whether businesses actually are aware of that, but you aren't allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're putting someone's, um, uh, you know, property within a third-party software tool that yeah. you, the, you've not acknowledged. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was actually, I thought, oh, so there's a sense of desperation, I think, that I've seen mm. the shift was people panicked. Um, and so, you know, for us personally, we paused. We just, because we were so busy with clients dealing mm. with their stuff, it actually, there was a lot of things we could have done. I mean, in some cases, we actually put out um, some self-help resources and, and you know, because we were having these repeated conversations with people who were asking us or inquiring with us, they didn't have necessarily the budget, but they knew they were reaching out. They needed mm-hmm. help. Um, so we created a few self-help in how to set up things, how to, um, yeah, so, there, you know, videos and things that we could just share out as links to people that were inquiring and that saved us time um in repeating ourselves a little bit but yeah so i think you know the biggest shift was was the force of how much content was being thrown at us um which added to the anxiety and overwhelm for a lot of people too and i think it had a a knee-jerk reaction to some which was switch off i actually had one friend of mine delete her Facebook profile. Mm, she had mm. that was it for her. Like that was the end. It was like, if they want to call me, they'll call me. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. So um, so yeah. The uneducated panic, but I think also on the flip side, you know, the good side is is that it's also forced businesses to focus on how their business can benefit from digital marketing. Mm. You know, it, 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 people that were in the habit of of create, you know, that they were building their business from physical social networking or physical meetings or coffee catch-ups and things like that or or those traditional pitch presentations and tender processes they just stopped non-existent zero zip overnight so you know for those kind of businesses that had their old habits they had to create new and and through that process i think a lot of them have actually realized how much digital marketing can strengthen their business sustainability and growth long term mm. um, because mm. they can deliver bigger profit margins. Mm. So, yeah, I, 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 and we're seeing that a little bit on that other side of general business where, you know, companies were a bit frightened. They didn't think productivity was going to be there if their staff were working at home. But what they're finding is actually they've increased productivity. Mm. And now they're looking at not having businesses go people go back into the office spaces um which in effect gives them more budget yeah to play with doing other things um so you know i i think it's the same within the marketing space as well it's just forced people to change the way they do their marketing just Mm. like they're being forced to change the way they do their business yeah yeah absolutely interesting that you bring up the poor social etiquette and i know we've spoken about this but (laughs) the amount of people that i have seen just 
blatantly using a used car salesman approach. I'm just, mm-hmm. and really smart people who are doing this thinking that they just need to flog their services continuously yeah. um, and thinking it's going to work. I mean, hey, I don't know. It you may you work, and I, but... no, totally. And I think, you know, you come front of mind purely because you and I both work in this industry a little bit more is, is you're the, you work with leaders, business leaders as a leadership mentor and coach. And obviously I have a lot of leaders that we look after their profiles and their reputation. So, you know, I, I, I am drawn to making comparisons to what others are doing in that space. And as you say, these are high-profile people that are pushing their services down people's neck through selfie videos and, yeah. and um, you know, but it, it's not even just the posts themselves that they're putting out. It's actually that they're then following, they're, they're sending messages to their connection lists that are just not genuine mm. um and and they know how important personal branding is you mm. everyone knows that the foundation of a strong business is the relationships that you develop and nurture particularly mm. when you're in the service business yeah so i it it don't, i don't understand it i don't understand why that by default that was their it's a panic button moment i think for a lot of them it's like oh, i've got no workshops i've got no speaking i've got no training i can't every everything they do is face to face and they and mm. you know needed to smartly look at spending time on how they could be more delivering digitally as opposed mm. to um that panic yeah of trying to sell programs online through selfie videos <laughs> yeah exactly so hopefully that shift will cease Yes. They'll get busy now. They'll go back into the office spaces in their comfort zones again. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, in saying that, how many more people are on social now as well? What do you think are some of the ways that people can resonate with their audience in a forum that is flooded at the moment and in a world that is quite uncertain and, and hurting at the moment? Look, um, you know, there is, I believe it is still, and people can eye roll when I use this word, but the word being authentic. Mm. It's, it's when, you know, business, we say we, we pick people to do business because we know, like, and trust them. Mm. And to build that knowledge about other people so that they do like you and trust you means you actually have to build on a foundation of connection that is real. Mm. Um, whether, you know, I mean, most, why do, why do we go to golf courses to have meetings? Mm. Why do we, um, do dinners as social networking or after fives? Because it's a time where it's not a formal meeting. It's a time where you've got an opportunity to create a social connection. Mm. So when you look at social media, that is a digital version of that. And people forget the word social. They look mm. at it as media, not social. So mm. um, now, you know, obviously we don't want everyone just sharing their latest food, dog and cat photos all day. And so it is a case of looking at which social accounts are where to put the right messages to develop that authenticity and, and, and connection mm. with others. Um, and, and, it, and that's what strikes a lot of chord for professionals with Instagram because it's so different from LinkedIn. It allows them that more personable 
insight into their lives um, mm. through photos as opposed to text um, or comments or writing that it te- or video that tends to be more stronger um, associated with LinkedIn and Facebook these days or YouTube mm. for that matter. But, um, you know, it, it, there is a blurred line now between what is right professionally to share and what isn't. Um, I think it's more about just knowing that when you are in the spaces and you are trying to build a connection is what's your intent? What's the intention of you being here? At the end of the day, we all as businesses use social media for a business purpose. It's Mm. a marketing tool in the back of our mind, which is why we focus more on the word media as opposed to the word social. So when you're being social, when you're trying to build a conversation or a connection, just make sure you've got your intention there. What is the purpose of this? So keep, you know, otherwise you can waffle on or you can segue down a track that, you know, you're, you're a local business, but you could get caught up in the latest protests or media news and it's got nothing to do with what you do. Yeah. So you've got to remember what do you want people to remember you for? Yeah. Who are you for? So yeah, Mm. just consciously being intentional. Yeah. And is that, so that's intentional about, I suppose, having a common theme to your messaging and that it is supporting the reputation that you're trying to build in your brand. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily stick to talking about social media or digital marketing funnels and things like that. Mm. Um, I mean, everyone knows how much I love my coffee, (laughs) (laughs) but it's part of my business life. It's about Mm. me as a business owner. It's about me connecting with others as business owners. It's productivity. I might share things around productivity. I might share things around leading teams because I have teams so, you know, it, it's still, you know, I, I guess for one, you've got your first degree kind of content and then your second and third degree. Yeah. And that comes back to that authenticity. So just letting mm. people understand who you are yep. um, as it, a whole person, I suppose, just not, totally. yeah. not it's, it's just the right. professional. I mean, you love yeah. cats. So, you know what I mean? You have you have your fancy Nancy. So, I mean, you I've know, got a question for you around that, that as well. Oh, have you? <laughs> that's, that's that's like my coffee, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's part of your your internal world, what you do in your time out. And and it connects with other people that love cats. So, yeah. <laughs> and saying it doesn't connect with you, Lee, that's very oh, no. I had I had <laughs> cats. I just I just find it amusing that um <laughs> That there's Instagram accounts yeah. for cats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah, we no, I think it's a great, last time. Yeah, it's great. But, yeah, no, I, 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 I grew up with cats, so I love cats. I'm not a bad <laughs> person, so sadly, anyone out there, you, you really won't connect with me too well if you want to talk dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Meg, you touched on this before, um, because we have very much gone into the virtual world to be maintaining and building relationships of recent months. And I think that is going to continue somewhat because people have seen that having a virtual meeting is so much more efficient than trying to get from A to B in the car, in the traffic, blah, blah. So um, how can people use social media to strengthen their social networks a lot of people have started to build 
the relationship simply online and it might have just been through a LinkedIn connection, for example? Yeah. This is a really good question. I really think now that a lot of businesses have built the momentum that they should keep going. There's mm. there's strength in, and, and I mean, you're the productivity queen, um, but you know how much more productive it is to building relationships online than it is to have those coffee catch-ups. So, or, or, you know, the meetings on Zoom or, I mean, there is there is an element of physical connection that yeah. we like to have. Yep. But when it's just the day-to-day stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be face-to-face, I think, you know, it, it's a good thing to keep in our business. And and so now that people have started using social media more, it's, I guess, time to reflect on what's working for them. Mm. Um, that would be one thing I'd look at is, is deciding where their time is best spent um, to strengthen those relationships um surprisingly it's not always LinkedIn just because you're a professional um so it's also looking at the kind of content that's working for you I mean insights within the social networks is free so use them what's the best time to be posting what's the kind of posts that are getting the most engagement clearly video is one that is pushed a lot um and and so then it's looking at well how how will you use video you know because you can you can do too much of a good thing as well. So mm. it is a balance. And I think it's also once you've worked that out, you've identified your space, like how you're going to develop content and where you're going to put it, it's making sure that that content is creating conversations, not mm. just statements. I mean, you what drives the algorithms is relevance. So the more that you can make your content a resource for mm. others, um, the more it will get shared, the more it will have conversations and comments and likes and tips, and that's what will keep you in the newsfeed. If you do this well, you don't have to post every day. You don't mm. have to create volumes of content every day or, or two or three times. You can only, you know, you might have to only do one video a week, yeah, a month. It, it's just um, it's getting that momentum up there and working it out so taking the time to reflect is a really good thing um, but I cannot stress you know even the basic post create a conversation ask a question um, use those words that like will encourage a comment like in reflection of reading this article rather than oh I just love this article called for but do you know what mm. I mean it, mm. it, you're asking for feedback to get comments and tips and create a two-way conversation. Mm, I love that. So yeah. some key things that I'm hearing is really about adding value oh, to yes. people. Yeah. And about being curious. So trying to, I suppose, positioning a question to get people's responses to that so you can then start a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then the other thing too with your time is, um, Allocating time to spend being the commenter, actually being involved in the conversations on other people's posts because that's that's the best strategy to building brand awareness. Yes. Particularly if you're fairly new at this or you don't have a big following or or connections um, yet, it's really important that you allocate some time to be found on other popular 
conversations because mm. people will see you and they'll want to know who you are and then they may connect with you or even just converse, converse with your posts as well. Mm. So, yeah, that, that yeah. is a key thing. Yes, make time to do that. Well, that's what I it's better about. write that down. It's social. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the whole point yeah, of it. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Want to meet new people? You need to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to do that virtually too. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So is there anything else that you think we should be considering right now as we start to transition into a, what I'm calling revival mode after being in our survival mode? Um, I like that, revival mode for the survival, survival mode. mode. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important that people are aware that social media is only part of a whole flow of transition as a communication tool. This is not, it is a marketing tool, but essentially it is communication. We've mm. gone from using faxes to emails. Mm. People lag behind on everything because we don't like to change our habits. But when we're forced to change our habits to stay sustainable, mm. um, it's then that you need to stay out of that comfort zone. You mm. need to keep curious, I guess is the right word for this, because um, what's next? What What's the next shift? Because obviously we've all moved into more of a virtual space where we're doing virtual video calls where, you know, um, also, you know, things like that people aren't necessarily using a lot of but should be starting to look at it is the time savers of automated replies in Facebook message um, or Instagram. They, they can be set up very quickly and easy. And, and they're not having to be spam. It's just like, hey, I'm not here right now, but if you let me know what it is, you you know, or answer a few of these questions, then mm. I can help you. It, you know, we can make more of our time or even just having a link to say, look, here's my calendar, here's my opening times, make a time. Yeah. So, you know, there's so many different apps that can be integrated with social media to save you time. And I think now is the time to look at, well, what's the next phase? Keep your eye on the ball. Stay out of that habit space. Yeah. And, um, because now that everyone's shifted, they're going to, it's people to rise and be the big fish in the small, like, you know, we all are a small fish in this big ocean now. Mm. So now you need to rise. How are you going to rise? Mm. I like that. How are you going to rise? So, how can people get in touch with you? now that you've given them all of these things to think about. <laughs> Hopefully I haven't overwhelmed them and made them even more anxious. And it's like, you know what, I'm going to click delete. <laughs> no. no, I love this space. But um, so basically go the website, the buzzwebmedia.com.au has a contact um, page. That would be the most efficient way to set up a meeting um, it asks you a couple of questions, just like I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> or the Facebook, anywhere on our social, um, Buzzword Media, or me, Lee Usher, which is the double E, double S. So many people can't find me and that's Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I will share those links yeah. out to everyone as well so that they can easily get in contact with you. Yeah. So it's been wonderful talking to you and lots of insights there. Is there anything, is there a final message that you would like to leave with people on this? subject 
No, I think that that was the main one is just mm. to know how to think, just keep your eye on that ball and look at yeah. those opportunities that you can learn about that's going to keep you in front. Yeah, absolutely. And really watch your social etiquette because it can be quite repelling. It is. I just, that's yeah. probably, you're right. It, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's, we always remember the worst, don't we? we like do. if you have a memory and you think about the good and the bad times, we yep. always dredge up those bad experiences first. Yeah, totally. And you don't want to be that bad experience people think of. No. So, yeah. Yeah, be, be mindful. One. I think the best way for them to actually reflect on that is, is how would I react if I was the customer? Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for your wisdom and your insights. And I look forward to talking to you maybe in the next phase of this as we shift again. <laughs> if, what is it you're up to um, making it count is now in its season two? Yeah, season two. Right. I'll see you in season three then. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Okay, see you, Julie. Thanks for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business, and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me, julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.